I'm a dude. He's a dude. We're three dudes. Saying stuff. And welcome to your next episode of Dude Saying Stuff. We got a jam-packed show for you this week. Um, no listener question, thank God, because I do think we have a lot to talk about. Um, but first, what, what everybody waits for every week, Jordan. What, Jordan's college football recap. Ooh, boys, we are back. And LSU remains def- undefeated yet again. We have officially secured our spot in Atlanta against the Georgia Bulldogs December 3rd, uh, Saturday night, Saturday, December 3rd. I think kickoffs at 7 p.m. Man, what a turnaround it has been from the last few years to now. Brian Kelly in his first year takes the LSU Tigers, who everybody, everybody counted us out before the season even started. We lose to Florida State. Everyone's shitting on us. Well, guess what now, bitches? We're laughing at y'all because everybody else is going to be on the couch Saturday watching us play after we squeaked out a win against Arkansas. I was very, very puckered that whole game. I, we, everybody knew it was going to be a tough game. Vegas won. They had to spread it three and a half. Uh, we only won by three points, so Vegas knew something was up. Classic trap game. Arkansas always gets up to play us. It's just uh, had all the makings for, for just an upset, and luckily Harold Perkins – Where's the purple and gold? Just destroy. Won that game by himself. Harold Perkins, we love you. Um, up next, UAB at home, 14 and a half point spread. I expect LSU to cover, but I also do expect us to start out very slow yet again. Just It's just the theme of the season um, as we look ahead to AM and the SEC championship. That's my cultural recap. Number six in the polls, guys. Number six. All right. Well, we're bringing it back this week. Commissioner's Corner. Let's go. And Let's go. I have several people I need to bring up. Um, so it is. Let me get my list. It was. It's that many people. Um, uh, so we have, and I want to call out, fucking Chris Meyer, Zach Eli. <laughs> Ollie, Evan, Overman, and certainly not last, or or certainly not least, Jordan. You sons of bitches are the ones who did not vote for Fab. And this is the reason why the guy who's currently number one in the power rankings, who's shooting up the polls, who had no right to have Justin Fields, was able to claim Justin Fields because you guys don't want to pick the more fair way of doing waivers. And then we got to sit here for a week and a half of Jordan whining all the time about how he didn't like how uh, he uh, couldn't get the waiver because he was near last. And look what happens. Dom gets a goddamn wide receiver one, which we'll talk about in a little bit. The rich get richer, and it would have been a fair shot for all. If everyone managed their fab bucks right, and no, no, y'all had to vote, and this is what happens. And Eli, why did you just claim Fields? Why, why couldn't you just end made this? <laughs> well, I will give. He props. still doesn't know how this works. I don't know. I will give props to Dom, myself, and Kurt, who are the smart people out of the league who did vote for Fab. So don't make me go dictatorship here and put Fab in just because it's the right thing to do. Vote Fab 2023. Jesus. All right. Can I talk real quick, Mike? I know it's your corner. I voted for whatever not this is. So but you should be shaming you whoever have, voted you for ha- No, 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 no. What's no. worth you are the only one that voted for for what you voted for, and you bitched the most. So you cannot bitch because no one else was on the same bandwagon that you were. Yeah. You're in a lonely re- aisle. Yeah. Whatever it should not wish. reset every week. That's the oldest, most dumbest way to do waivers. Yeah. So, whatever, whatever, Kamish, whatever. Vote Fab, Jordan. Just vote Fab. Uh, All right. Make free agency great again. Yes. All right. Now we, we alluded to it. It is grade the trade. We have Jordan, to, dude versus dude trade, or dude and dude trade, um, conclusion, whatever you want to call it. But no, Jordan acquires Justin Fields the hottest quarterback in the fantasy right now, for D-Hop. Dom receives DeAndre Hopkins. You guys, you're not going to grade yourselves. 
we're going to be fair here. So, Jordan, it's pretty obvious you value quarterbacks very high. He is doing very well right now. I get it. I don't think he's worth DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins at all, though. Um, but you did get a game changer as long as he keeps doing what he's doing. That's your biggest thing. If he keeps doing what he's doing, you're, you're good. Because, you know, when a quarterback scores 50 points every week, it's a good thing. So, um, in a, in a, and you did have Kirk Cousins. And I know you traded for Kirk Cousins, and then you traded for Justin Fields. <laughs> so, um, you know, in a couple of weeks when Deshaun Watson comes back, you want to trade for him too? I mean, I'll take, you know, Eckler from you or something. Um, but no. So I'm going to give you, just because he's the hottest quarterback right now, I'm going to give you a B minus because I do think you paid way too up. Dom, of course, you're getting a goddamn A because you got a, a waiver claim that turned into a wide receiver one. Um, the rich get richer. You only gotten stronger. Um, and now I've got to face you this week. So fuck you both. Hey, you know what? At this point, Dom diddled. I respect the diddle. I fucking hate him for having Josh Allen and going into the waiver wiver and and grabbing fields. I can't say I would not have done the same thing if I was in his position. Um, It wouldn't have mattered. I mean, I got Dom on a down week. I'm not blaming him. I do not not blame him either. I'm not blaming him either. I told him I respect the diddle. I I put a claim on, on fields as well, and I was right behind Dom. So... You know, we all had the same ideas, and he just had a higher claim. Well, fuck you both. You're both in first and second. I'm in like dead last. I'm trying to get something. So, Mike, you can't say the rich get so, richer. You're so, already rich. So vote. So vote Fab. So shut up and vote Fab. <laughs> it cost you a win too, Jordan. I played Fields over Allen against you last week, uh-huh. and it cost yep. you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So let's let's get into it. We already talked about talked about your matchup, but let's go ahead. Week ten recap. So first off, we have Chris versus Eli. So Eli actually he looked pretty good after Thursday night when uh, Youngway Koo and Terrence Marshall did not have a very good Thursday night game for Chris. Then you know he had some heavy hitters with uh, Saquon, uh, Saquon and then Rondale Moore. I mean, I, I'll tell you what he probably did. He you know he did the right thing in not accepting just a bullshit trade to get rid of Saquon, but whatever. It did not help him out this time. Uh, Chris came back, of course, with a huge performance from his two Raiders uh, with Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs. Um, you know, Dak Prescott, his quarterback, he probably should have played a couple times by now. He, he put him in, who had a, a great game against Green Bay. And Chris keeps Eli near the cellar, um, and he gets he's right now in playoff contention in the sixth spot. All right, so up next, I get Jason and K-Bag. Kurt and I, you know, usually two guys who who show out, play pretty well in fantasy. Kurt is on another losing streak, just like me. So, Kurt, I feel your pain, man. I love you to death. It sucks, especially losing to Jason. At least least I didn't lose to Jason, but you did, so you're probably just worse than me. Uh, Mars Red Rocks, I mean, Jason, once again, just – he. His team with Tua, no one would have thought Tua Tungavailoa would be, I think, what is he right now? He's the QB. He's only the QB nine. It seems like he's he way out, higher he, than that. It's because he was out a couple of weeks. Yeah, out a couple of weeks. I think if he played those weeks, he'd probably be top three, top four QB. Mm-hmm. But he's got Tyreek Hill, who is a wide receiver one, uh, found the end zone for the second week in a row. <laughs> uh, and it, it, when you're the wide receiver one, you've only found the end zone three times going into last weekend. You're, you're just absolutely ridiculous. That's just bullshit. Uh, and then, of course, how can you not bring up Justin Jefferson, the man uh, with probably one of the greatest grabs I've ever seen live. Uh, even Samantha said, holy shit, how did he catch that ball? Uh, Justin Jefferson is just an absolute machine. Um, it, just a solid performance all up and down by Jason. Uh, maybe not his running back so much, but just too much firepower there for Kurt and Bo Jangles. Uh, he, he was rough week for Kurt. He, the man was playing Jimmy G, so you know – you know you're having a down week, so sorry, Kurt. Uh, Jason improves to six and four. K bag three and seven. Next up, uh, Evan faced Ali. Uh, the Trunk Boys uh, never stood a shot. Their team, for the most part, didn't show up. Uh, Derek Carr scored 22 points, and his next highest scorer had eight. Uh, besides his defense, sorry, his defense got 12, but that's just not going to cut it. Scoring 78 against one of the best teams in the league. Don't worry, Murray. 
who showed out this week, put up 122, led by Geno Smith, and then double digits from all almost all of his starters, um, all the way down to his flex. Only one of his flex didn't score double digits. Not much more to analyze here. Just a better team, beating an inferior team this week. Uh, Trump boys secure last place, stay at the bottom with a one and nine record. Ali is now in second place with a seven and three record. All right. Next, we got the dude versus dude matchup, um, which was already alluded to earlier. But good, good uh, matchup here, believe it or not. Um, now, I will say that uh, Jordan had probably a more complete team, I think. But Dom was cemented by Justin Fields and 44 points. Ah, 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 um, yes, the waiver wire pickup of the off, week. Um, he, he went <laughs> off. You know, I, I think he had a 60-yard bomb or a 50-yard touchdown pass and a 60-yard run. Jonathan Taylor came back to relevance uh, for Jeff Saturday. and uh, Number one RB on the week. Yes, almost we, traded him. But, almost know, traded some him. People, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some we'll, people vetoed. Thank you, by the way. Shout out to all the vetoers in the league. Thank yeah. you. And then, yeah, Chris Godwin, who finally found the end zone. Um, again, a, a very complete performance by Jordan, Aaron Jones, Tony Pollard. Gabe, Gabe Davis, but it was not enough to surpass Dom. If only, you know, Dom did not get Justin Fields, I believe Jordan would have won. Um, that's got a sting. Dom is in fourth place, but he's very set up not very nicely to jump up to number one any any minute now. And uh, Jordan's uh, outside looking in th- three and seven. So, uh, Mike, can I ask you a question? Sure. Uh, since I'm now two and zero against Jordan this year, um, does that make me his daddy? Uh, no, because that will always be Ollie until further notice. So well, they get the match this week. I guess we'll, yeah. we'll find uh, out. Yeah, so uh, maybe you may be the daddy, but you know he's the granddaddy, um, mm-hmm. granddaddy of them all. All right, uh, last match I'm gonna look at is Daddy Pinocchio and Mike Bellock. This is one versus two. Am I right? Uh, yep, from last it week. was. And the Buff Lesbos, Mike's team, prevails with a huge high-scoring performance on the week at 158. Uh, J.O.'s uh, Daddy Pinocchio squad did well, put up 136, but it just wasn't enough. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, 39 points on the week. James Conner, uh, 22 points on the week. C.D. Lamb, 33 points on the week. No, Do you think the combo one. of all that would do uh, – really well for you and you may have a chance to win but against most other people in the league last week he would have won including against myself uh i think he was third, third. highest score yep ah, it stings as uh jo himself says you hate to see it but he falls the rest of his team did not show up outside of those three big performances mike was solid all around great performances from jalen hurts 26 Dalvin Cook, 23, and Deonta Foreman, securing that backfield in Carolina, puts up a 20 bag. And, of course, Stephon Diggs, 20. And the sneaky wide receiver, 7, on the year, Christian Kirk, a 28 on the week. Uh, Really good pickup uh, draft by Mike. Uh, Having that guy on his squad, he's been doing well for him. Not a lot of people talk about him in the fantasy realm, but he's been taking care of business. Uh, Buff Lesbos take hold of first place at the only eight and two team in the league, and Daddy Pinocchio falls to third at seven and three. Yep, and we'll we'll touch on a little bit, but uh, Jo lost more than just the game. But oh we'll, yeah. yeah, that was rough. Yeah. rough for Jo. Yeah, I mean Desiree. Yep. So now is Mike's manliest performance, and you know what? I'm pulling a remix because I told Dama was going to do this. I'm picking <laughs> LSU players present and past. We are talking about Harold Perkins, who owned yes. Arkansas. He he had a line of eight tackles, eight stops, seven pressures, four sacks, four tackles for loss, two forced fumbles, two hits, one hurry, and that was only on like half the plays. So he is definitely the man of the hour. He killed with it. the flu. With the flu. <laughs> with the flu. The dude is. <laughs> He had plenty of chicken broth going through his veins. 
Um, but that's not it. Again, I was I told uh, Dom I wanted to screw Jordan over for this segment just because he kept whining all week. <laughs> um, but I'm also picking Justin Jefferson, who had 10 receptions, 193 yards, a touchdown. I think he was stopped at the one-yard line. He could have had another touchdown. Dude was insane. Basically saved Kirk Cousins and the Vikings from that loss. <clears throat> and I'm not done. Patrick Peterson, two <laughs> major interceptions from Josh Allen, one that sealed the game. So LSU past and present are your makes manliest performance of the week. And Jordan, screw it. Stop whining. <laughs> uh, next up is going to be Dom's Dupus of the Week. And um, I hate to pile on this, but it goes to Jordan. Had he played uh, Kurt Cousins over the red rifle, is looking a little rusty. Uh, he would have beat me, even though I did have Justin Fields. Um, but you hate to see it. And honorable mention, I'm going to give a shout-out to all the vetoers in the league. You get an honorable mention, Doofus of the Week as well. Thinking you know better and you can predict the future. You know it's going to happen, but you didn't know. You could have taken my team down a notch, putting Amari and Ertz on my team. However, J.O. is the one who takes the fall. And I end up getting fields and trading him for an even better receiver to improve my squad even more. So suck it. Thank you very much, Jordan. What are you going to do now, Jordan? Uh, so my jerk off worthy player of the week this week, is actually going to be Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy <laughs> hasn't played a snap in forever. Dude goes into Los Angeles which is really not a home field advantage for Los Angeles because let's put it, put it this way. California people don't give a fuck about football. Mike's like, there's like three out there and Mike's one of the three. They only care about avocado toast. So yeah, we meet on Tuesdays. So yeah, yeah. Come on. So Cole McCoy goes on the road to the NFL as a backup quarterback and just shoves it right in that little bitch Sean McVay's face because we all hate the Rams. We know how they fucked us over a few years ago for the, for the take the Super Bowl away from us. He goes into Los Angeles, puts up 238 passing yards, one touchdown, going 26 to 37. I mean, the man managed the game well. They pretty much, I mean, from early on, kind of controlled the game the entire time. So shout out to you, Colt McCoy. I'm jerking it to you just because you put shithead Sean McVay down to three and six. Hopefully they don't even make the playoffs. We don't have to even see his stupid face on the TV in the postseason. So Colt McCoy, we know you're listening. Dildo's in the mail. Okay. Well, um, good rebuttal. I would have, I would have said you should have gone with the new, your new uh, toy in Justin Fields, but no, it's all good. Um, Hard to go. Justin Fields hasn't played for me yet. Yeah, but he's, you know, you can still respect, respect the game. He'll have, uh, he'll have three picks and like, and and break his ankle in the second quarter against the Falcons. Don't worry. All right, so we're gonna get back to our, uh, to our week eleven previews after the break. Are you feeling like a fool for missing out on a good trade last week? Or a joker for vetoing said trade? With the new Salts of the Clown kit, you can show the whole world what a clown you really are. With your order, you receive a red nose, rainbow wig, and face paint. Call now, and we'll throw in a free balloon animal starter kit. Order your Salts of the Clown kit today so you can put your saltiness on display. Disclaimer, salt not included because those who purchase are already salty enough. And we're back. I don't know what that was about. I'm sure it's about me and Jordan, um, but we will see. Uh, but great sponsor. Um, so first up in our week 11 previews, we have we have the bottom, the toilet bowl currently in the regular season. Zach, battle of the basement. Yep, battle of the basement. Good one. I like that one. Zach versus Evan. So I will get to review Zach currently at, I believe, three and seven. You know, I think he started off two and one. Um, <laughs> this is so bad. Uh, but I'll, I'll try to find, you know, I'll, I'll find something to say good about him. Oh, yeah. He has Saquon Barkley. Um, so Saquon Barkley, he completely killed Houston as predicted. So what's his award? He now gets to face Detroit. So looking for, for another smash spot. Um, fun fact. <laughs> Zach's entire roster, only two players are 
our uh, projected du- uh, double digits. It's Saquon and his quarterback. Um, <laughs> so it's very hard to, to go through this right now. But, yes, uh, Saquon in a very smash spot, currently running back four, um, could, should be the uh, foundation of his team. Uh, then we have a look at the other double digit, Justin Herbert. He is facing Kansas City. Kansas City, you know, they're going to throw. They're going to put up points. So Justin's going to have to, first name basis, going to have to go ahead and match that. Both Keenan Allen and Mike Williams were at practice today doing individual drills. Coach says, Coach Staley says, we won't know until he plays Sunday, which is a Sunday night game, um, until Friday. So he could get two huge weapons back for a Kansas City divisional matchup would be massive for Justin Herbert. Um, I don't think Keenan Allen, but Mike Williams has a good shot. Um, I, I looked at the video from practice, and he was bouncing up and down on both ankles. So that's a good sign. And then I'm going to look at Garrett Wilson. So Garrett Wilson looks like he has become the number one in New York. Um, last time, I think he, he faced New England last time at home. He had six catches for 115 <clears throat> yards. Um, he gets New England again. Will they find something to uh, stop him this time now that they know that he can go off? Uh, but outside of that, not much to look forward to on Zach's team. But let's see who he's facing because he's facing right now the, the bottom of the barrel. That's right. But the bottom of the barrel has uh, several players on his team projected double digits. Um, with the exception of his tight end, his tight end projected zero because Dallas Goddard is now on the IR and his other tight end, Mike Kosicki, is on by. So Evan hasn't made his one-day-per-week uh, update to his lineup. I'll guess that comes um, Friday or Saturday. Yeah, I was, gonna, I was giving him a day or two. So nice. But anyways, he does have a few good matchups. Uh, Derek Henry going to Lambeau Field tomorrow night, Thursday night football. Favorable matchup. Derek Henry's offense. He's got his quarterback, Tannehill, back which should also help uh, his performance as well. David Montgomery gets a bump this week because Khalil Herbert is on the IR as well. Uh, David Montgomery goes to Atlanta, another favorable matchup for his running back position. And looking at wide receiver, uh, Chase Claypool, now playing for the Chicago Bears, also at Atlanta, who is the worst for wide receivers, sorry, the worst against wide receivers, the best matchup for them. It's very confusing. Uh, but beyond that, not a lot of uh, firepower in the lineup. This is going to be a slow, slow burn <laughs> matchup. Jordan, how do you see it shaking out? This only means it's going to be the highest scoring here of the week. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, first of all, shout out to E. Rich. I don't know if you guys knew this, but he's part of the team at NASA who uh, was um, launched the Artemis One rocket last night. I don't know where the hell the rocket's going. I hopefully Jason was on it, so we we'll have to deal with him ever again. But shout out to you, E. Rich. That was a historic launch last night. He sent me a picture this morning. Pretty fucking cool to be a part of history. So congratulations to you. Um, I don't have an X factor in this game because actually I do have an X factor. It was the trade that I offered Zach last week when he oh told me, God. and I quote, <laughs> all these dudes will be riding the pine. Well, guess what, Zach? All these dudes I offered you are projected to outscore your entire team right now. So you know what? They'll be riding the pine on my team <laughs> while you're going to take another L to E-Rich. Uh, I think that'll be number five in a row. Evan's gonna no, it'll be number seven in a row. Seven, seven in a row. Evan's <laughs> going to prove to two and nine. Zach will be three and eight. It's just the battle of the turds, but I'm going to go with E-Rich here just because of the awesome rocket launch. Congratulations, Evan. All right. Uh, that, was the second, that was the second bitching thing he kept on doing all, all week. No, 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 no. No, no, no. That was last week, not this week. Okay, I'm sorry. Right. You're on a record. You're on two for two. Just Thanks keep it record. coming. All right, so we're next is Kurt versus Chris. Um, so Kurt, uh, Bojangles gets back some people this week. Uh, like Lamar, but and but also his Cincy wide receivers. So his Cincy wide receivers, both Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins, because he has to play both of them because Lockett's on by Evans. Not a bad play because they're facing Pittsburgh, who are the 31st ranked pass defense, which is great for wide receivers. Um, so 
you can expect them to be throwing it through the air, hopefully, because half the time Mixon can't run unless it's, you know, the who they play where he just went off, where he wasn't supposed to do that. But, no, they should be throwing. Um, so T. Higgins, Tyler Boy are a very good spot right there. And then he has a lot of good matchups uh, this week uh, for some of his other players. For instance, Antonio Gibson, who scored last week against Philly, now gets Houston, who – are, I believe, the dead last, yes, dead last rushing defense. Uh, so in a very, very good spot. You know, he he ended up getting the goal, one of the goal line carries last week. So they look like they both get the uh, get a chance at the end zone between him and Brian Robinson. And looks like uh, Washington has found their identity, and that is to establish the run. That is going to be using Gibson and Robinson, and who else better to do it? is against the Houston Texans. Who you got, uh, Dom? On the other side, looking at C. Myrtle the Turtle. Um, uh, full disclosure here, I did offer him a trade uh, to upgrade his quarterback position because, you know, I had two really good ones. Uh, but he's like, no, I'm going to ride with Dak. So first off, I'm going to talk about Dak. Dak uh, has been playing well since he's been back from injury. And he goes to Minnesota – my red-hot Vikings. <laughs> That's a pretty good matchup, though, for the uh, quarterback position, uh, fantasy-wise. We'll see uh, how that shakes out uh, in Minnesota. Next, I'm going to talk about uh, Devontae Adams. He showed up on the injury report. It is only Wednesday. Probably nothing but an abdomen injury. Got to cool down on those crunches, bro. And lastly, I'm going to talk about <clears throat> the Muth. The Muth? <laughs> If he oh, been very loose, wasn't very loose. Mike was calling for a more loose game than <laughs> what had happened last week. But this week, they're playing Cincinnati, and Pittsburgh is going to need to put up lots of points if they're going to compete in this game. So with that, Jordan, how do you see this one shaking out? Oh, man. Thank you for that, Dom. Uh, hopefully the listeners love it, too. We need more of that. So my X factor in this game is actually going to be uh, K-Bag going with the double Cincy wide receivers. As everybody knows, no Jamar Chase. I don't. I think he comes back in one more week, maybe two. They're hopeful. 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 Hopefully that he plays this weekend. No, hopeful that he comes yeah. back next week. Uh, okay, yeah, that's what I thought. So hopefully he comes back next week. So K-Bag, which I think this is not – maybe it's by design – but he's going with Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins. He, they're going to be playing in Pittsburgh. The weather is clear, albeit going to be very, very cold there on Sunday. I think the highs will be like 25. So it's going to be an awesome, awesome day for, to watch football on my nice warm couch. Uh, but with that said, I mean, even with those two guys, they go off. Chris Meyer, once again, just has too much firepower uh, with Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, Nick Chubb. I mean, Muth. You got. You got to go. You got to talk about the Muth and K Bag with the bye week. Unfortunately, no Mike Evans, no Tyler Lockett. Those are uh, no Jeff Wilson, who I believe right now is going to be the RB one in Miami. So just a lot of pieces there for K Bag to lose. So Fuckhole is going to improve to six and five, and Bojangles three and eight. All right. Next we have Ollie versus Jordan. Oh, oh yeah, <sighs> gotta love it. So Ollie currently. Uh, in second place on my heels, he has Kyler Murray, who they just came out and said they he may miss another week or so. Um, he's currently projected for zero, so he needs a replacement. Um, and his pl- replacement with Gino is on by, so he's gonna have to drop somebody to find a new quarterback. Doesn't look great. Uh, so right now, uh, advantage Jordan. <laughs> on that one but uh then you have Ramondre Stevenson uh dude's currently running back 11 and the uh third down passing running back uh Ty Montgomery I think just got season ending surgery so it just means it's guaranteed work for Ramondre it's against the New York Jets you know they're gonna you know both the offenses are probably gonna stall which means they're gonna be a lot of the run game so you got uh, he's in a good spot right there. He's quietly having a great running back uh, one season. He's probably the best uh, late-round pick, value pick, uh, in the league. 
I would say. Uh, we'll have, we'll look at season surveillance. I can confirm that later. And then, interesting enough, he currently is wide receiver two, Allen Robinson the second. Usually wouldn't really comment on it because he's been pretty shitty. But with the <laughs> massive, massive uh, loss of mm-hmm, Cooper huge. Cup, Allen Robinson has to take um, you know, that spot of being wide receiver one. And if you notice what they do for Cooper Cup or Matt Stafford, hopefully they're having some breakfast early. Um, he peppers his wide receiver one. Um, if not, we know for a fact that Matthew Stafford only throws to his buddies who has breakfast with. Or Allen Robinson is not a good breakfast buddy because he is definitely the most talented out of the wide receiver core in Los Angeles. So all signs point to up, but you know only really Stafford can tell. He should be back. He's back. Um, he's practicing from concussion protocol. Dom. All right. On the other side, Jordan has a new toy and he's going to flex it this week. Uh, Justin Fields goes to Atlanta with a favorable matchup for the quarterback position, but. Doesn't matter who Justin Fields is playing right now. The dude's on fire. Uh, he helped me get a victory against Jordan last week. Suck it. But uh, he goes to Atlanta this week. <laughs> Should have another very good game. Fucking asshole. <laughs> uh, I expect another very good game. He scored 50 and 44 over the last two weeks. Uh, I don't know if he'll do the same, but if he does, he's going to have a really good chance for an upset this week. Uh, next, we'll talk about the number one running back in fantasy, Austin Eckler. Favorable matchup against Kansas City. Uh, they did play earlier in the season in week two, uh, but that was before Austin Eckler really got uh, his traction going. He only put up 14 points uh, that week. Uh, I expect him to, to do much more this week in that potential high-score matchup in Kansas City. Or at home, sorry, hosting Kansas City. And lastly, I'm going to talk about another new toy of his, Christian Watson. He exploded onto the scene. When he's on the field, Aaron Rodgers is looking for him. Uh, He had a breakout performance last week. Only four catches, you might say, eh, but 107 yards. And three of those catches were touchdowns. Um, He seems to be the guy that Rodgers wants to throw to. Uh, He'll be playing on Thursday night football against Tennessee, who is 30th ranked against the wide receiver. We'll see if uh, he can repeat such a performance uh, Jordan, what do you say? Oh, my arch nemesis, my dad, <clears throat> fucking Ollie. All right, Big O. So my X Factor this week for me is going to be the tight end position. Uh, we all know the damage that Travis Kelsey can do. He has clearly been for many years now the tight end number one. He, the dude's just an absolute monster. And when you have a good tight end – it's hard to beat that. It's hard to beat somebody with a good tight end on my side. I have Kyle Pitts, the man in the last, in the last three weeks has nine targets, seven targets, eight targets, and only nine catches with all those targets. But last year, the guy had over a thousand yards receiving. He was a great, great tight end, especially for his rookie year. And of course, when I pick him up, he's dog shit. It's just, it's just how, it's just how fucking fantasy has been for me. I'm looking for Justin Fields to not do shit uh, this weekend too, because I've got him now. That's just my luck. Uh, with that said, I'm going to beat Ollie. I'm going to get this. Ollie, you heard that? Ooh, I'm yeah. Gonna get this. I want to water bet you, Ollie. I know you're listening. Let me, let's do the water bet. Hit, hit up the group chat after you, you decide to accept it. Mikey B will spin that fucking wheel. Let's go. I feel good this week. Bring it home the dub. Ooh, baby. It's that let's new go. Toy. It's that new toy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that new toy is fun. I, I got to play with it for one week. I loved it. It was really nice. <laughs> God. All right. Next, <laughs> yeah. Next we have what do we have next? Uh Jason versus JO. Two uh you know these two two good teams right now, but Jason is missing some major pieces this week. He does not get have Tua. He does not have Tyreek. So um Overman gets really lucky this week. He's currently running with Daniel Jones against Detroit. If Daniel Jones uses his legs, it's going to be a good pick for him. It's a good sleeper pick um, for the week because Detroit sucks at rushing. Um, It's just the only thing that sucks is Saquon just demands all the carries. But Detroit can score. Um, So there could be a chance that Daniel Jones needs to – I don't know if y'all saw that video. I think it was uh, what Saquon told, called him. They called, called him Vanilla Vic. 
Um, and they said it's second best nickname after Danny Dimes. So Daniel Jones might need to do a little bit more than just hand the ball off to Saquon uh, versus Detroit. Um, then we'll look at Justin Jefferson, current the wide receiver three. Like I said, he went off 10 catches, 193 yards, a touchdown. Dallas, good. This is the, probably the best matchup of the week is uh, Minnesota versus Dallas. Uh, two great offenses. Uh, Huge game. Dallas has the defense, though. Uh, but as mentioned, Trayvon uh, uh, Diggs, he lets big, big things go. And, and if there's a player who's matchup proof at the wide receiver position it's justin jefferson so huge uh matchup there they're going to need him to make sure they beat dallas then you got cole Komet, who i think since week five i think i saw a stat he's currently a tight end two um dude is on fire lately uh mainly because just they unleashed justin Fields. so the last two weeks he has scored two touchdowns apiece he's on a record three weeks in a row one touchdown, two touchdowns, two touchdowns. So he's a touchdown magnet in the uh, in the red zone. They're facing Atlanta. So, you know, whenever they get in the red zone, they look for uh, the tight end right there. And as uh, Jordan mentioned, if you can get an advantage at tight end, it's, uh, it's good. But it'll be interesting if he keeps rolling with that because he does have Mark Andrews on the bench. Andrews is not looking good though for playing. This yeah, he, he did. Well, he didn't practice this week. He didn't practice yeah. today. So sorry, Jason. But if he does play, he could pull out a two tight end set. Yeah. So. Yeah. On the other side, looking at uh, Daddy Pinocchio, <clears throat> number one QB in fantasy right now, Patrick Mahomes. Everyone's talking about Justin Fields, but this guy hasn't been too shabby uh, the entire season and of late. Uh, his last four games: 34, 37, 39 points. Averaging 32 points on the year. The dude's an animal. Uh, he's playing against the Chargers, who have been banged up all year. Their average matchup for the quarterback, but it doesn't matter. He's elite. He's going to do well this week. Probably another 30-point, if I had to say so myself. Uh, James Conner coming off a very good week. His best performance of the year with a 22. His next closest performance to that was week one when he put up 14 points. Uh, we'll see what happens. He's got the toughest matchup for the running back position as they host San Francisco. And then I'll talk about CD Lamb. CD Lamb had a huge week, 33 and a half points uh, <clears throat> against Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers. And he gets to play another, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, team from that division going to Minnesota. We'll see how he matches up. I'm sure uh, PP7, Patrick Peterson, is going to be spying him for sure, uh, seeing if he can't pick off Dak to help out those Vikings. Uh, but it's a very good matchup in general for the wide receiver position. Uh, and he's going to need it because J.O.'s uh, running backs are pretty much non-existent. Uh, James Conner, he had a great week last week, but he's 35th on the year. Latavius Murray, you're hoping he falls into the end zone. I tried to help this guy out last week and give him a running back. It just didn't work. <laughs> and he accepted and then vetoed. I know he vetoed. He's one of the vetoes for sure. He, yo, that's, cause, that's because uh, he accepted and Desiree told him not to. So yeah, he, oh, yeah, he, he, got, he didn't got consult with the actual manager. Yeah, he, yeah he, didn't talk, he didn't talk to his boss first. Mm, hate to see it. I hate to see it. Uh, is right. that my cue? Yeah. Yep, go for it. All right, man. This one's tough for me because Jason's Jason's got a few empty spots here. What a rough week to play. Uh, if Jason had all his weapons, I'd say he'd probably win easy against Daddy Pinocchio because uh, Daddy Pinocchio is also hurting. But, man, my X factor is going to be Daniel Jones and what kind of performance does he get out of him against the Detroit Lions. Uh, the, the Lions made uh, Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers look absolutely goofy a few weeks ago. Uh, will they do the same thing against Daniel Jones at home? I don't know. I don't think they do. But Mike said it earlier. They got to do more of this handoff to Saquon. Jones has to step up and and really just you know just fucking throw the ball downfield, man. Throw the ball downfield to I don't even know the, the wide receivers on the Darius Giants. Slate, man. Yeah, Score, there you man. Go. There's Slayton. Um, with that said, Jason has not put his bench in yet. Filled up his roster yet. Uh, doesn't have a defense. His Bucks are on by. Tyree kills on by. No Mark Andrews. No Tua. Oh, Jason, tough. What are you going to do? 
Better get to that trade. Better get uh start trade making some trades, Jason. Anyway, trade deadline oh, coming that's, up. That's yeah. a hint. That means he mm-hmm. has a trade on there. And maybe, maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. Saying, make the trade, make the trade, make the trade. Just right. do it. Just do it, man. Well, some other people listen to my advice. They probably have a decent team right now. But you know what? Maybe not. Anyway. I'm guessing um, yeah, I'm going to go with J.O. Uh, because QB1 is just too much. Patrick Holmes is just too much. Of course, the year I don't have him. I think about last year, he's fucking garbage. This year, he's QB1. Uh, I think J.O. is going to continue to ride ride Patrick Mahomes in, in his backpack and carry it over to, carry it to the dub. Eight and three, J.O. Jason will be six and five. All right. And next is our matchup of the week. Dude versus dude. Dude, dude, dude versus dude. Dude versus dude. So we have number one in the standings, which versus probably number one in power rankings. I believe everyone's going to put Dom at one. Uh, I know I did. And not to mention, right now the projections have a .2 differential. Um, <laughs> this is awesome. So it is going to be a good matchup. Um, Dom, as always mentioned every fucking week, he is loaded. And that's even saying with two of his main play, three of his big players out, Travis Etienne, Kenneth Walker, and Chris Godwin all on by. But you know what? He can just slide Jonathan Taylor in there. He can slide <laughs> his new toy in DeAndre Hopkins for a backup quarterback. Oh, my God. I hate you guys. Um, <laughs> but, yes, let's let's go ahead and look at this. So, first, Jonathan Taylor, he came back alive. Jeff Saturday wants to establish the run. They're facing Philly. And if there's one thing that Washington showed, you can run on Philly. Um God, they could not stop anyone on Monday night, and now they get Jonathan Taylor. So um, I expect a huge uh, uh, performance from him. Probably heard that uh, Don was trying to trade him, put put a little fire under his ass, and look <laughs> look how it is. And then he gets DeAndre Hopkins. Um, dude has been on fire. He has Colt McCoy most likely this week as his quarterback, but he still got 10, 10 catches, 98 yards last week against – Ramsey and the Rams. He gets San Francisco. Still not an easy matchup, but he is as safe as you can get for a wide receiver right now. Um, and then finally, let's look at Kadarius Tony. That's a bullshit projection of four point four. I mean, <laughs> you have what MVS who's not not practicing. You got uh, Juju who's not, and I think Hardman's not. You know, no, there's no one of them is not going to play. If not two, if not all three, and so now you get Tony who. He got four catches, 57 yards. They're using him in the pat, uh, the rushing game. So Tony is going to be unleashed. He's getting more into the playbook. And now they're facing a divisional matchup on Sunday Night Football. Expect Tony to do a lot better than 4.4. I don't know what he it, – put it this way. ESPN has Tony at 4.4 and fucking Kyle Pitts at 10 points, who Kyle Pitts hasn't done – Garbage hasn't done that amount yeah. for like two games this season. Thanks for reminding so, me. Whoever is running the ESPN <laughs> projections, dude, whatever you're taking, get off of it and do your job because that projection <laughs> is bullshit. Yeah. All right, listening. Dom. Uh, go ahead. Uh, tell yeah. me how. Tell me how bad my team is. No, Mike, your team's great. You're number one for a reason. Uh, led by Jalen Hurts, uh, goes to Indianapolis this week who is relatively tough matchup for the quarterback, but again, it doesn't matter for the elite. Uh, however, his team, the Philadelphia Eagles, did suffer their first defeat this week to Taylor Heineke and the Washington Commanders. Uh, I feel like Jalen Hurts is the type of guy, he's going to bounce back with a vengeance, and he's going to have a great week this week. Uh, next, his running backs have tough matchups, which I like to see. Dalvin Cook, Playing Dallas, number six against the running back, and Deonta Foreman at Baltimore is number nine against the running back. Uh, hopefully, those defenses are going to step it up for me this week. But let's give them a little more praise. Uh, Stephon Diggs uh, is a favorable matchup against Cleveland. They're 20th versus the wide receiver. Uh, he's the number two receiver on the year. He's great. Uh, let's see. Recently, he went from 20 to 11 and then back up to 20. Uh, I'm hoping for an 11 this week. (laughs) Lastly, I'm going to mention the guy who you always, whenever you see this guy in the lineup, you have to mention him. Daniel 
Carlson. The man's <laughs> fallen to number five at the kicker position. Struggling of late. He's not struggling. The Raiders are struggling. He's, He's still struggling. Not he has not missed a field goal all season. <laughs> Fucking Raiders, His team's man. Struggling. He's Fire struggling. McDaniels now. <laughs> you're, I don't you're, think that's happening this week. You're uh, wasting I, the talent of Daniel Carlson's leg, you <laughs> stupid, stupid Raider. Oh, oh, man. But, yeah, he's going to Denver, mile high. And if he gets a chance to kick, we know he's going to make it. Uh, it's just, are they going to be able to do enough? I think some people are calling for Denver. I think they may be. Is Denver favored in that game? I believe they are. Oh, um, how, are you, how are they not? The, yeah, the Raiders, I mean, the Raiders, are the Raiders yeah, they're down that's, bad right that's now. That's crazy. And I did yeah. bypass one. Uh, his running back, Brian Robinson. Uh, I think he's first time he got into the second end second zone. time. Give him, give him credit. First second. time in a while. Yes. Yeah, he got into the end zone for the first time uh, in the last four weeks. Uh, he has the most juiciest matchup at Houston. Um, he's hoping he can get a little more action this week. Been splitting with uh, Antonio Gibson. We'll see which one of those guys gets the touchdown. Jordan, which dude you got? So, real quick, timeout. New segment alert here. New uh, segment alert. Oh, God. It's called – Insulted. It's called, Does Mike Hate Women? What? I don't know what? if anyone noticed this, what? but he picked up Deshaun uh... fucking Watson off of waivers. I don't know what Mike's doing over here, but the question has to be asked, do you hate women, Mike? Do you support Deshaun Watson? You know how many yeah. lawsuits he has for all right now, like 28 <laughs> lawsuits. So, so. Uh, so no, I don't, don't hate w- women. What uh, I want to do is try to win. There's still, <laughs> still have to play football. We're keeping this a non, you know, social economic bullshit. We're not going into that type of podcast. So shut <laughs> up, Dom. I mean, shut up, Jordan. But really, the reason I did it because of fucking. Dom was able to trade a goddamn backup quarterback for a fucking wide receiver one. So I'm hoping to do the same fucking thing. So, <laughs> well, I think everyone else in the league likes women except for you. So we'll see. Let me know what you get. Let me know what you get, Mike. Hey, all I know is no criminal charges have been uh, pressed. So what, what does that say? <laughs> you know? Oh, I, I saw you. I saw you sneak that one on there. I had to call you out. I'll call you out for that. Wanted to get the, uh, wanted to know what you were thinking behind that pickup. Um, just fancy man. football. I don't uh, condone any action he's being accused of doing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there's your disclaimer, everybody. We, oh god. god so this is an awesome, fun matchup for me. It's dude versus dude. I think we need this, some kind of water bed or something going on here. Maybe some uh, some wagers going in. Maybe some, eat, someone can eat a tablespoon of sugar, brown sugar. I don't know. Uh, the projection, Mike or Mike or Dom. One of y'all said it earlier. I think Mike did. 127.5 to 127.7 in favor of Dom. Um, I'm going to have to go with Dom in this one to just because I want the first place matchup to be tied. I want both of you guys to be eight and three so that y'all can bicker and fight and argue as the season goes <laughs> on. Um, but with, Dom just has Josh Allen, Joe Mixon, uh, you know, AJ Brown, his team's just too stacked, Mike. I'm sorry. Um, you got, I don't know. You got Deshaun Watson on your team, so uh, he's on my okay. bench. I don't know what you're talking about. What can just, I say? It's just, it's just bad look, juju. Look at the position rankings, bro. I have a lot more single digits than he does. Bad juju. Bad yeah, projections juju. are shit. Yeah, they yeah. are. Yeah, yeah. you just it, said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you, they you are. No, I didn't say projections. I said positional rankings. Uh, so positional I don't really have. I, I don't have an X factor. My X factor is I really want this game down to this game to come down to like nine points on Monday night. I don't think they, you, you know. Calm down. Do you have a Monday night player? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's DeAndre Hopkins, the guy I just oh, played with Dom uh, Monday night. I want to come down to a Monday night game so that if Tom wins it Monday night with DeAndre Hopkins. I prefer to – I, I, I really was hoping it would be Saturday night – I mean, Sunday night football. That way it was like Tony first, Mike Williams. That would have been nope. – now, now I got to sweat it for nope, – That's my – my X factor would be Monday night football. My, I really want Mike to sweat. That's prime best Mike – like that's just the best. Doesn't get any better than Mike sweating out on Monday night. So Dom, you approved to eight and three. Mike's gonna go down to eight and three. Uh, I am very very excited for this matchup. All right, and now we're gonna look and we have a massive update. Jordan's pick. He went five four five last week. <laughs> 
did it for you, oh. Mike. I did it for you. I yes. wanted it, and I, get, I, wanted I delivered. It, and you know what? This time I don't want you to do it. You can go like four, <laughs> four and five this week. Uh, maybe that last one, maybe I, I would like that you'd be wrong on that one. But, you know, still, four and five is good. Strive for that. Um, but, no, good four job. Here. Six, you. Five and oh, you ready? Oh, dude. Yeah. You got, and, you got personal fireworks. And nine out of 10 the last two weeks, by the way. You got to like it. We're a little hot. A little hey, hot right as now. Soon, hey, as soon as, as, soon as you, were, you were put on the spot, you definitely came through. Uh, I, I'm impressed. Let's, you know, don't stop there. Let's get, let's get you to like 75%, dude. Let's do this. I'm All ready. right. I'm here. Next, we are going with. Maybe we need to go back to lock it in because you guys were two for two last week. That's right. Good job. Um, but you know what? I want to make this a th- uh, threesome. Menage a trois. So I am, ju- in, Mike. I am jumping Join in, in on the lock of the week this week. Um, mine might be the biggest chalk of them all, even though it's, they're technically a dog. I don't know why. Um, it's Chicago plus three. Fields is hot. Yes, they have lost the last three, but they've scored at least 30 or 40 points. So Atlanta cannot keep up with Justin Fields. Um, Atlanta's defense is hot garbage. Um, you know, Marcus Mariota is not good. Um, you, you, They're just praying for Desmond Ritter to be thrown in there. So Chicago plus three, um, I, I would say lock that in. All right. Next, I'm going to take the Minnesota Vikings, the team, which, guys, can we, can we address the Minnesota Vikings real quick? Oh, How y'all gave fuck. me a bad take at the beginning uh, of the year. Are you yeah. kidding me? Minnesota? They're number two in the <sighs> NFC right now behind Philly. They just lost their first game. But come on, my boys, we take care of business. Just beat Buffalo this week. Say what you will about circumstances and what all happened. But they did it. Good teams find a way to win. So what do you have to say for yourself? I'll say what I've been saying the entire time. Playoff games are in prime time. So you, your pick of making to the Super Bowl, yeah, Kirk has to play in prime time. And we've seen how <laughs> his history shows that one. So, yes, they are doing they are doing well record-wise. But I will keep pointing out that they're, they've been like a double doink. You know, they had a Detroit missed field goal. I mean, they literally right. had like hey. one by three points. They should have lost to Washington. But Mike, I've had Mike, Mike, I've had my sodium fill for the day. Turn it no, down a little bit. No, 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 no. You wanted you wanted my, my <laughs> feedback and you get it. Don't ask for something if you're gonna if you're gonna not want want the feedback, damn it. But yes, Minnesota's doing well. They did, you know, Hawkinson looks good. Um, so they got that new toy. And hey, as long as uh we're in the fantasy season and Dalvin Cook is playing like he is, by all means, I'll I'll be on I'll ride that Minnesota wagon. <laughs> Just feed Dalvin. For some reason, they're the underdogs at home. Uh, Dallas is coming to Minnesota, but they're the one-and-a-half dogs. I'll take Minnesota money line this week uh, to beat the Cowgirls. Jordan, what you got? All right. Hey, by the way, Dom, I gave you props for the pick after this week. They went into fucking Buffalo. It's very hard to win there and got the dub. I don't care how they did it. They got it. So, yeah. kind of eat you. some crow here. I fucking hate it. Don't want to toot your horn anymore than I have to. Anyway. My lock of the week is going to be the Green Bay Packers. They're uh, they're a three point favorite against Tennessee at home on the frozen tundra. I mean, the Green Bay is coming off a huge OT win against the Dallas Cowgirls. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is starting to like get his stride. He's he's kind of starting to feel it a little bit. Maybe he's not doing as many drugs as he used to be doing. But I think Green Bay <laughs> minus three is my lock of the week. I mean, if if you look at the stats. It's a fantastic, it's a fantastic matchup. Uh, I think Tennessee's defense is 28th against quarter with giving up 20th most points. What am I trying to say here? The 20th ranked defense against quarterbacks and the 30th ranked defense against wide receivers. So a great matchup for Aaron Rodgers to play with his newfound love, Christian Watson. Um, I mean, it, it's a it's a prime spot for another pack win. So go pack, go lock it in, boys. Lock it in. Lock that Let's in. make some money. Yeah, I will. I will them. be doing. Yep, I'm going to do a three-way parlay on this. Put down five bucks on it. I know Chris Meyer does it every week. Shout out Chris Meyer for listening to the pod, uh, and we finally made him some money last week. Jordan, I'd like to get on the action. Okay, come on in. <laughs> we'll talk after yeah. the pod. We'll talk. All right. So we are now at our power rankings uh, segment. 
Uh, so we're going to go like we always do from 10 to 1. So, and number 10. Back Eli, you're still there. Even though you have a better record than Evan, your team is not very good. We expect Evan to even win in the head-to-head matchup. Speaking of, you know, you may have helped launch a rocket, but you apparently can't manage a fantasy team. You're at number nine. At number eight, we have Kurt. Poor Kurt. Poor, poor, poor Kurt. That's all I can say. Um, he has a mouthful of uh, salt, and uh, he's just not doing very well. He's on the outside looking in. At number seven. Can I make a suggestion for Kurt? Yes. Can we get some more water bets from him? And uh, hopefully his team loses and he could do some more of those shirtless uh, karate blindfolded well, ones. He has, those are... He's going to – I mean, the very likelihood that he has to do three times mm. due to losing to Denver. That's true. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Love that dad bod. Yep. Um, at number seven, and it's technically tied with number six, but uh, the other one has a better record. Jordan, you're at seven. But don't worry, you're, you're, you're you know, technically same ranking as six, but you don't have as good as a record, so we're going to leave you at seven in the power rankings. And number yeah. six, we have Jason. And that, again, better record. I also think he has the – he definitely has the two best wide receivers in all the league. And uh, in JJ and Tyreek, it's over, hard to overcome that. Um, and plus you got Tua with that stack. And number five, with the big drop of two – is mm-hmm. J.O. And again, he lost more than the matchup. He lost the number one wide receiver in fantasy football, probably for the season, in Cooper Cup. He mm-hmm. lost the number four tight end in Zach Ertz. He could have dropped that bomb on somebody, but half the league doesn't want that to happen. Love now you, I got to face him. Thank you. Yep. Um, and he uh, he lost Khalil Herbert, which he doesn't have a lot of running backs as it is. Uh, so now he is basically he's his starter's Latavius Murray. Like that's how bad it is. Um, I don't know if he's picked up anybody in the meantime, but yeah, mainly because the injuries, not so much of the record. Uh, so yes, that's why he drops two spots uh, with that loss. At number four, uh, rising one spot is Chris. With that victory, he has his Raiders doing his Raider duo doing well, and he's only probably only get better as soon as Jamar Chase gets back. And number three, number one in the standings uh, is myself. Um, it is what it is. I get it. Um, because number two is Ollie the Behemoth. Uh, he is sitting there with a great running back core. He's basically his only weakness, in my opinion. Changes is probably this week. Quarterback changes this week. His only weakness is his quarterback. So, uh, right now. And number one is Dom, who has only gotten stronger now that he has D Hop. Thanks a lot, Jordan. All because you wanted a goddamn field. I don't have to play Dom again. I don't have to play Dom again, so I'm good with it. Plus, I'm playing spoiler now. I'm not getting the fucking playoffs. Yeah, you're not getting the playoffs, so you gotta ruin it for everybody else. You know what? Hey, that's not spoiler. You don't you don't give the best team in the league another weapon. That's not spoiler. He gave you, you, a you need to look. You need to look up. You need to look up the definition of a uh, spoiler. So, God, <laughs> killing me. You look up the definition of salty. I can't, It's a picture of me, dude. Yeah. I know. <laughs> we know this. There's nothing wrong with oh, that. Oh, if D Hop goes off for 35 points, I, you might he not is. be friends with me anymore. He is. No, I did. I I, had, I lowered my expectations last time. I won because <laughs> I had massive performances on Monday night. From I think it was all those Monday night, wasn't it? Jalen Hurts who went off. He also had I had Stefan Diggs who yeah you know he had uh, Allen, but he threw only the Diggs for like three touchdowns. So you know I don't expect that to happen, especially in the the Ice Bowl um, this week. So now you know Dom's sitting pretty right now, and he's probably going to get another victory. But all good. And everything mm. does not matter as soon as we get to the playoffs. Everyone's zero and zero once you make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But we're we're getting into the bo- that that late part of the season where buys are being looked at. Remember, the first two seeds get buys, which is massive because this is a stacked league in the top half. 
one through six, anyone can win. Everyone has playmakers. That's what happens with a 10-team league. Expand the fucking league, guys. All right. <laughs> now, weekly life debate. The, uh, the topic is best fast food item. So a, a menu item on that's fast food. And, guys, I don't know if I need to say this, but fast food means there's a drive-thru. Right? Got it. I hope that doesn't mess anyone's pickup, but I mean, fast food, it's pretty logical what fast food, what, what we mean. So, Dom, yeah. you have first pick. What is that? What's your first pick, man? I think it's a pretty easy one. Um, it's most people, if you think, when you think of fast food, the number one fast food train, chain in the world is McDonald's. Mm. And the reason is those golden, salty as <sighs> fuck. Fries, fucking ass. They're so good and fitting for our fantasy league. (sighs) I couldn't pass them up. Those salty fries from McDonald's. Everyone knows you get them hot, snowing up your car. There's zero (laughs) out of zero percent chance that when you get those fries in your car after ordering them, that you don't eat one before leaving the parking lot. It doesn't happen. McDonald's French fries. 101. Oh, All right. Damn you. I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't hate it. It's very good. Um, I love, that was my pick. I'm surprised both, both your picks. I mean, I mean, it's not even an entree, but I get it. It's all good. Um, so Maybe. my pick Ugh. is, uh, you know, I, I'm just going to say I'm a sucker for Taco Bell. And if there's mm-hmm. one thing I get from Taco Bell all the time, um, that is the Crunchwrap Supreme. Oh, yeah. I just had one this week, Mike. I just had one. It's so good. Filled with that horse meat, that cheese sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> it's a leftover movie theater cheese sauce, too. It's so good. I don't care what it is. It is edible. It is delicious. I've eaten plenty of them, and I have not died from it. So it must be healthy enough to serve to the public. It is delicious. I love the Crunchwrap Supreme. To me, there is nothing. That is my one-on-one. Um, I was scared that Dom would take it because, uh, I, honestly, I, I there was only one more pick I had, and but it really ha- has no com- competition when it comes to me and a Crunchwrap Supreme. I will fight a person for a Crunchwrap Supreme. <laughs> Have you had the breakfast Crunchwrap yet? I did. I did. Not as good. Uh, maybe it's the horse meat. I, I think that's the one that brings in the flavor. Um, <laughs> but, no, I mean, there's so many. Oh, God, I love Taco Bell. I mean, I, I need to buy stock in Taco Bell with how much I purchased that stuff. You can feed a fan, a third world country for 20 bucks. How nice is that? Oh, very nice. Very nice. <laughs> Jordan? All right. So my – Dom took my fucking pick. I did have – I did have a – Hey, Jordan, you will never get this. Yeah, I know. I know. Not this season. Sorry. <laughs> I still like owe you, owe you like 10 to 3 or whatever all time. So we'll we'll move on. All right, so my best fast food item is going to be the Popeye's Spicy Chicken Sandwich. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if y'all had it. Not getting I have. Fast food I have. It's delicious. I think it is. I think it's the best chicken sandwich on the market. Better than the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. I was just about sandwich. to ask. So you're saying they mm. won the chicken war. I think you're they won the chicken take. war. That's a hot take. Call it's a hot take. Listeners, call in with your suggestions. Call in with your suggestions. Who won the chicken war? Who won the chicken war? The spicy, though, yeah. the regular Popeye's chicken sandwich sucks ass. It does not. It's the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. I don't know about sandwich, that. I think, it's, sandwich, I don't know. It, I think it's still supreme. good. It's, sorry, it doesn't same. suck ass. It's still the good. The sauce is different. That's it. But the, the, <laughs> the Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich, for me, wins the chicken war. I think it's delicious. Um, I love the sauce on it. It's great going in. It's terrible going out. But you got. You just gotta. Love, you just gotta. You just gotta take it all in when you when you can eat it. Um, that's my fast. My best fast food item. My honorable mention, real quick. Besides the fries, I don't know if Mike would allow this, but it's not food. It's a Happy Meal toy. That's my honorable mention. Is the other second best thing about fast food? No, fast food ha- item. Yeah. Okay. Um, item. So Happy Meal toy is my second favorite. My, okay. My, uh, Whatever. Whatever. Uh, so so my mine were uh, Big Mac. Um, you know, the classic, but, uh, the other one, probably cause they're so salty is Popeye's biscuits. 
Oh, oh man, I can just be like, can I get like a whole sleeve of the biscuits? Oh, uh, give man. me a chicken sandwich and a roll and a sleeve of biscuits, and I, and I'm good. <laughs> you dip in that mashed potatoes. Ooh. Oh, it's so good. Oh, so so so, yeah. good. so salty. Yeah. yeah, Popeye's chicken in general, the the breading that they do on the sandwich and the chicken, mm-hmm. it's just extra crunchy, yeah. extra greasy. So good. Yeah, Colonel. So much salt. Yeah, Colonel Sanders, shut the hell up. Popeye rules. Yeah, Popeye. Shout out. Being a Baton Rouge boy, you got to shout out Raisin Cane, oh, the yes. chicken fingers, the toast, and the, most importantly, the sauce. The sauce. The sauce. The sauce. The sauce. The sauce. 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 All right. <laughs> By the way, we did just get a, a couple of canes up here, so I'm now living that life again. Nice. It's been a while. So yes, it, it's it was you know, it was it was a great day, um, one that will uh, live on forever. So um, next week we'll have a, a themed. I believe draft. So, uh, and we'll have a few rounds. So hopefully people like this segment. Otherwise I like talking about it. I know it's something yeah. to get off, get off the, off the football. Uh, yeah. Talk, I love it. But so, yeah. Uh, anything else y'all want to talk about um, or anything y'all want to do before we leave for the week? Only thing I will say is good luck, Dom. I have, I have a good feeling for you uh, to beat me, but you know what? Maybe I can get some money down on some picks and uh, I won't have to feel so bad this week. Okay, so you don't want a water bet then? Oh no, God no! Yeah, I'm looking you, forward to you. The got, water you just got you just got D hop. No, no. If D, yeah. Uh, I'll pay my water bet to Dom right after this. I'll send a video pretty soon. All right, thank you, Can't sir. Wait. Yep. We do we? All right. Was it, oh, that's the one. That's the creative one. Ooh. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, yeah, but Sam's yeah. not gonna do it. So I'm just gonna splash with water. Uh, I. Guess so, that's, right. as, long I guess. As, as long as you're wet, I'll be Yeah, wet. I mean, I mean you're getting your happy. water bit. Sam's right. not going to get on camera. She's not in the mood. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, everyone have a good week. Um, good luck, everybody. Go Tigers. Right. Go Tigers.